Marmalade Pod, helping your brand stick and your customers stick around. And welcome to the latest episode of Marmalade Pod. Today we are going to be discussing packaging offers. Interesting. It is, and I think it's something that we all do in business and equally we all struggle with because there's a lot of things to consider um, and you've got to look at it from multiple different viewpoints not just what's best for your business and what you think is best but also how people are going to react um, so I think there's a lot to get into today. I think so because there's um there's arguments and there's different types of packaging. And by packaging, I mean pres- how you present what you do to your audience. Mm-hmm. But you can also package things together like bundles or take the well-known takeaway that you go in and there's always an upsell mm-hmm. and it's how you position things. And it's about what it is you do, how can you package it and present it, how much you're going to charge for it, who is it for, who's your ideal customer, and all those things have got to line up so that they benefit your business, but so they offer value to your potential customer. Yes, so we have already, if you've not listened, done an episode on decision making and also an episode on planning. So if you haven't listened to those yet and you're unsure of what your package should include um, or you're still trying to decide how to put things together, they might be really good listens. But today we're going to be focusing more on once you've decided how you then package it. So when you initially set up a business, you have to package your core offering and what it is that you do. So what's the the best or kind of three or four key questions you need to start asking? Well, if you're going to be doing the work or you're going to be talking about the work, it's got to be something that you love or you've got mm-hmm. passion for. Um, it's got to be something that is achievable. Yeah, definitely. That you can either afford or have the resources to deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can acquire the resources if you know you need extra resources. Um, it's got to be something that there is a market for, as in is this needed if for example you open a business that has got square tires you're probably looking at a loser there yes very extreme example but is there a customer base that would be interested in your product service offering is it going to make them feel better is it going to move them to a better place is it going to save them money is it going to make them money they are the usually the four things that we as customers if you look at yourself as a customer or what you're trying to do or mm-hmm. what you want from something yeah you, you've got any uh, thoughts on questions that you might ask yourself when you're either uh, starting from scratch yeah i think it's i think all those are, are, are definitely the key for i think alongside that things like um how is this going to be perceived 
Um, you know, there's a lot of things to consider when you're taking anything to the marketplace now. And equally, alongside that, what kind of messaging are you going to use um, to get your message across? And I think both of those things come down to having an ideal customer profile or customer avatar and knowing who you're targeting um, on how it's going to benefit them because you can't speak to everybody all of the time. So I think once you know who you're speaking to, you can then start to either package things from a marketing perspective or even before that, package different products and services together to create an offer, a program, um, you know, a course maybe, um, to ensure that what you're putting together fits for your ideal client or who you want to work with. Would you say that as well then, if you were to bundle something together into a, a package and usually you'd choose the most common things that your customers might ask you for or that things that fit mm-hmm. together. So for example, for myself, it'd be logos and then it'd be maybe social media assets. It might be a, a, a brand guide, something that gives mm-hmm. some instruction on the colours or the fonts. It might be business cards or a pull-up banner or a powerpoint presentation deck they're the normal very generic things that lots of businesses use and that is one of my packages Mm -hmm. so how would you approach packaging things together for let's say if it was services or Mm -hmm. how would you position a package i think the first thing you need to do as you've just said is be really clear about what's included once you know exactly what you're including and you know who your ideal customer is you've then got to start adding on the value so that might be if you're doing a package as you say that includes five or six different assets letting your customer know the value of each product and service that's in there um, what that would retail for as an individual product and then what the benefit of them taking a package is. Are they getting anything for free? Are they getting any discounted rate for purchasing multiple products? Is it going to be more impactful for them to purchase multiple products? Because you don't always have to discount or you know, give away something for free. It might be you're adding extra value because by having an email campaign, social media um, assets, a PowerPoint presentation, social media videos um having your brand guidelines having all those together is going to be much more impactful than just coming for a powerpoint presentation so i think it's about the awareness that you raise about the benefits of multiple products together yeah i think you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned value i think however you package or position your offer be it for you product or a service or a bundle of products and services Mm -hmm. it's got to be what is the value in that not the cost or the price that you would charge for it but what's the value of it to the customer's benefit why are they going to want that what's going to be their driver to come to you why are they going to work with you rather than your competitors you've got to position the value first but I think it's got to come from in the business. You've got to have your goal and your reasons why. You then, during your planning of packaging that offer and how you communicate it and market it and 
share information about it it's got to be value-led for me yes definitely people won't buy anything if it's of no value to them it doesn't matter how you know how much you spend on graphics how much you spend on content if there's nothing of value nobody's going to buy it so i think that needs to be the driving factor i think one of the other things that's really important as i've as i've kind of mentioned with your customer avatar is targeting that at the people that will benefit from it in the right way so for example if, if you come back to kind of the crm piece one of the things that we can help people do is decide which CRM solution is going to be better for them. So we'll look at the, the way that the business operates, the functions within the business, and we'll look at how different pieces of software can offer more automation, can save time, can give you better results on KPIs and reporting. That in itself, that piece is really valuable because, as we know, people switch from systems without actually seeing the benefit. So I wouldn't go to the marketplace and pitch that to somebody that had never used a CRM of any kind before because it's going to be a really hard sell. They don't know the value and they think they can go and do it themselves. And until they've done it two or three times, they're not going to realise that actually it's a false economy to do it that way. Whereas somebody that's used a CRM system in the past and has either not fully adopted the software or potentially has moved through three or four different systems and invested you know thousands of pounds and not got it right those people will really see the value of coming to someone like me and discussing the options that are available and getting a clear plan as to not just what they need in the business but also what recommendations for software that would actually deliver on that that's a real big value piece for those types of customers so i think you need to make sure that when you're packaging something you're also packaging and pitching it to the right people yeah the customer like like the the whole purpose of why we do this podcast is it's about how you connect your business and your offering with your customers Mm -hmm. and how you can shorten that distance because the, the customer ultimately is the lifeblood of your business. If you haven't got customers, you haven't got a business. Exactly. So you've, you've got to package things and position things in the right way that's going to attract your ideal customer. And we've talked about customer avatars or customer profiles, lots of different ways of naming it. But really, it's who is your perfect customer that is the right one for your business and who you enjoy working with. If you're packaging and positioning your offer to those people, you are going to pick things up on the periphery. A lot of people I talk to about ideal customer and niching down into working with certain people, and that might 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 be a forty-five year old middle-aged gentleman, for example. Mm-hmm. They think, well, nobody else is going to work, want to work with me, but they will. It's just you're targeting your messaging and your positioning, your packaging of your offer to your specific ideal person and you will pick up the ripples around the edge because Mm -hmm. other people will see it and be interested in it but it's a lot easier to focus your messaging and point your product at that one clear yeah and i think another thing once you've got that clarity you also need to think before you take it to the market 
what is your availability to deliver that package because it's easy to create a package of three or four different products that you think will add value or that you know will add value however if it is going to take you six weeks to deliver that you need to make sure that you know where your kind of point of entry is how long is your lead time to get new customers in um, equally how many projects can you take on at any one point how many of these packages can you run at any time does that mean you've got to bring in additional resources so if you know if you're on if you've not packaged anything before and you've only sold individual products and services and suddenly you put together an amazing package that's going to run for three months and really be beneficial for a business how much of your time is that actually going to take and can you do more than one project at a time or can you only do one of those projects and that'll then tell you whether it's viable for you as a business to package things in certain ways great great way of looking at it definitely i think there's there's multiple aspects to look at from packaging something and how you position it for example development i've been doing in my own business and for my services i i do a lot of project work Mm -hmm. Um, currently working on about 15 different projects and they're all different sizes and they're all at different stages but I'm looking at positioning an offering that is more based on days of time for example consulting Mm -hmm. one one of my clients I do two days a month for them Um, and I want to build more of that offering into my business so I've been looking at how I can position that so it's going to benefit my ideal customer Mm -hmm. Um, so if I'm working on projects and let's say that carries on and I've still got 15 projects on at a time um, what's my availability during a working week because we've only got a finite amount of time mm-hmm. and you should also plan in time for not working because why do we run our own businesses it's not to work all the time mm-hmm. we're not machines but then you can see what days you've got available and how you might be able to service those clients and it's really um it's an eye-opening way of looking at it actually i think it's it's a, there's a lot of time management that comes along with packaging multiple products and services as, a, as an offer to take to market and you need to be really organized and you need to make sure that not only have you got the capacity to deliver but equally while you're delivering that you've still got time for sales and marketing to ensure that you're bringing in new things along the way. I think what some of us can be guilty of is launching a new product, a new service, a new package. You know, you'll spend two or three months marketing it, putting together a really strong package, sending that to your ideal customers. You get two or three customers, they're paying a really good amount for a really good amount of your time, they're getting a lot of value. You're really, really focused on deliverables. You're delivering an excellent customer service. But what you don't want to happen on the flip side of that, if you're running your own business, is for your business to suffer because you're not filling up your own pipeline because you're too busy delivering on a package so I think that's something that you really need to consider when you're putting things together and if you feel like you'll be in that kind of situation maybe rather than having one big package having a few smaller options that you can kind of run at different levels or like yourself have 15 different projects on but there are varying sizes at different times so that you can manage other things as well because we've still got to run a business 
definitely I think this it's a common problem a lot of business owners have if you if it is just yourself you've got a lot of things to do and mm-hmm. a lot of you you do have to be very prudent with time management and uh, equally if you have got a team you've then got to manage their time as well mm-hmm. and often when you've got a team they only work certain hours whereas a business owner we we work slightly more just a little bit yeah <laughs> the idea is to position it so we can work more flexibly and have the lifestyle that you want to have but when you're in any stage of business at different times it's going to have more demands on your time so i think it's a like you say packaging and planning the resources from a manpower side of things and like you say delivering what you offer or making sure you can deliver what you offer is really important again for 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 me just myself how can i get extra resource what can i i mean i, I have a va that does a few hours a month for mm-hmm. me so it takes care of some of the tasks that i don't like doing or that i shouldn't be doing so i can concentrate on putting my time into where it's most valuable for my business and for my clients yeah i think that's important isn't it because you only have a set amount of time and you know you've you've you have you know a few different packages available in the marketplace already um and you know as we mentioned you've got a few different projects running at different points but alongside that you're also developing new packages and where you want to take the business next and it's this whole cycle of of keeping all these plates in the air at any one time um so grateful for my project management (laughs) qualification it comes in very handy i bet it does i think with with us from a, a crm and a customer journey perspective I'm very lucky that I've got Alex, our project manager, and and she does manage a lot of the active projects that are ongoing, which frees me up for other things. And I'm I'm very lucky to have that resource within our business. Um, But when we launched the customer journey mapping, that was a learning curve for everybody involved, because even though we'd put together the package and we knew we were running a six-week program and what that was going to look like from an input and output point of view and we knew how beneficial that would be for the people taking part in the program we knew there'd be some follow-up we also knew that in order to do that that the existing customers and the existing offers still needed to run in the background um and with the with the consultation stuff that we're we're repackaging at the moment um we're having to focus on a lot of different areas at the same time so i think that being very clear on what you're going to include in that package realistically for you and a customer is one of the key things that you need to take into account when you're planning any form of packaged service or or product one thing i have learned as well is as much planning and preparation you can do in bundling a package or an offer together there's always going to be an exception so it's horrible when you're a customer and you choose the best package that fits your needs and there is no flexibility Mm -hmm. so i don't do that with mine for example in the in the one that has the business cards in not everybody well in the last two years that we've had that nobody's been meeting in person so why would you need a business card so I made that as a flexible option. Mm-hmm. I make it that you can change any of the elements within the package for something else. 
and give examples or it's a discussion that's had with a customer what they might need for their business instead of something but it's still centered around the packaging of that general things that most businesses will use yeah we're quite similar in that respect especially from the crm perspective because no two systems are the same Mm -hmm. so we have packages we have three set packages but the word set is quite flexible within that because everybody's needs are different um and the packages are being created more on a ideal what do we normally deliver for a business of this size and we've kind of put a bundle together or a package together that reflects that but ultimately if people have got different needs we need to be able to stretch and manipulate that to meet what an individual business requires because if not nobody would ever purchase a package everything would have to be completely you know redone every time we did one and we did used to operate that way you know there was a time when somebody would approach us and we would granularly go through a conversation of their exact requirements and that's what they'd get a proposal based on whereas now we're much more we've got three packages pick which one suits you the best and then we can you know start looking at what options we might need to remove or include to ensure that you've got something and not only has that been more beneficial for our customers because they don't have to put as much effort in to get a price from us but what it also means is we're spending about four hours less putting together a, a proposal for someone because we've got a core structure to work around yeah and it's that's beneficial for you as a business and the business owner you're being more efficient with your time and it's also better for the customer because they get a response quicker and they get something quicker and we are definitely in a a time of instant demand yeah if we have to wait for something or if we don't get something as quick as we'd like it we all get a little bit knocked we've not got much patience we're used to having things when we want it like on demand tv for example Mm -hmm. so interesting really so if you've got any thoughts on packaging and positioning your offer and things you've done did it work did it not work how do you think about it what thoughts have you got we'd really like to know let us know drop us a comment or uh, get in touch we'd we'd really like to hear from you definitely i look forward to seeing uh, what people are doing at the moment time for a brew definitely see you next time see you soon